You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm really excited to back to have back on the show with me today, Paul Selig. We, if you missed the first time he was on the show, um, be sure you go check it out. We'll make sure to link it, but it's Beyond Reality with Paul Selig um, on the show, and, and we got to talk a lot about his experiences and bringing through information and insights and and this this amazing amazing wisdom that that we all get to grow and expand from them and what the experience is of 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 walking that walk and 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 being that voice um and just super fascinating be sure to check it out but we asked paul to come back to 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 dive a little bit more deeply into um what the guides are really teaching and 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 through him and to him and, and everything else and so today's conversation is all around the dismantling of self and this is this is especially hitting up on, on his latest book, Alchemy. That um, did I? It's alchemy. The, and it, it just dawned on me. It's alchemy, right? I, I consume all of your material, but that's the one that's coming out here soon, correct, Paul? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Perfect. I didn't want to misinform people. Um, if you haven't been in Paul's work, I highly, highly encourage it. From a frequency perspective, to me, it just feels like home. Um, for those of you who who are are walking this path and stuff, it's a great guide through that, and, and it, it's a nice place to sit when, um, as we train you all, you know, to be to be conscious about what you're consuming. Um, and he is one of the places that I turn to when when I need to be reminded of what that feels like, of what that home resonance feels like, um, and 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 so so lean into that as a resource if you haven't already. Um, in his latest book, Alchemy, understand that it's following a trajectory of growth and development um, as the lessons grow. And so you're, if you're not familiar with his work, you know, just kind of either trust your intuition or your insights or, or start at the beginning, right? Um, that, that's a great place to go. But, but this series is a little bit different in the sense that um, really getting into the full-on embodiment, like what the experience of it is, what the, the actualization of it is, um, in, in, in some pretty out there in very cool and deep ways. Um, and so that, of course, requires a look at, at what we think of or how we perceive of the self. And, and sometimes that creates some dissonance inside of us when we're faced with, with those kind of colliding realities. Um, and so that's why, we, why we're going to have that conversation today. So, Paul, first and foremost, thank you so much for joining us again on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, absolutely. Our pleasure. Um, in, in this conversation around dismantling the self, it strikes me that that what, you know, the, the, there's kind of a complicated question in there around how much do you feel like you had to go through some dismantling in order to walk this path with the guides or, or did you not at all? Yeah, I mean, it's still happening. It's mm-hmm. And, you know, when I first began to open up. Um, I was about 25, and um, you know, I I literally felt as if I was being turned inside out, and mm-hmm. I still feel that at times, but in different ways. the The process of channeling alchemy was unlike anything I've been through with a book that I've I've I've, dict- I've, I've done this way. You know, I don't write the books. The guides I work with speak through me. The recordings of the sessions, which are now done in front of audiences or groups are transcribed and that becomes the book. There's just no editing, but this was unlike anything I've been through. And um, 
you know, I, it's almost hard to describe it, but yes, this is an ongoing process. It's not necessarily an elegant one or comfortable <laughs> about the work that these guides have been bringing through me. It's very loving, but none of it's convenient to, you know, what the guides call the small self or the personality mm -hmm. structure. You know, there's nothing wrong with the personality structure. We need it to operate, but it's not who, in fact, we truly are. And we seem to have mistaken, you know, the mask for what lies beyond it, which is, you know, our innate truth. So, yeah, this is not a, not, not, not a gentle process. Mm -hmm. No, it's certainly not for the faint of heart. The, you know, the, I, I can really appreciate what you said about it being different for you. It feels different. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, because perhaps it's alchemical, right? It, the, the work has always been, the reminder and the light and the opening up, this feels like the process that, that alchemy really, you know, stands in and, and, and defines and brings forward for us. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me that it worked too differently. Um, and it feels um, not urgent. It doesn't feel urgent, but it does feel, um, feels like they took the kid gloves off is what it feels like. It was like, you know, like I get it. And, and like here you have everything you need. Here's all the, like, like in the, in the beginning it was a little more gentle maybe, you know, and it, and they're really kind of speaking to, to those who, at least in, in my estimation, to those who've committed to, to consciously kind of be aware of this and continue to seek out that information and really holding them accountable to to the information which which is in resonance with um how i see my own trajectory going where there's there's a huge calling for leadership right now that holds people accountable to to the highest aspect that they're able to be um and not co-signing in the misery and not co-signing in the hell loops that we've created for ourselves um i had an experience the other night where um, I've always known what people believe about themselves or think because I can hear their thoughts and, and, and feel the emotions around it and everything. But for the first time I started seeing what people believe about themselves and it kind of tripped me up at first. I was like, dude, what's wrong with these people? And these are, they, these are people I've known for a long time and, and I'm watching and it's like, they look like zombies. And I was like, what is happening? Like, you know, rubbing my eyes and stuff. I'm like, I don't drink. And I'm like, what is going on here? Um, and then it dawned on me and, and I heard clearly like that, th this, this is, how they believe themselves to appear and and it doesn't really matter how you perceive of them this this is what they believe and um so it was a little bit trippy but it was but it showed me just the the um emphaticness of I, i'm not going to co-sign with you in that space like like i had this vision of them sitting there just stabbing themselves in the heart and then asking me to partake in it and i'm like i'm not going to do it like i can't and, and and that happens at such subtle levels that it's like, oh, if people could only see, you know, and, and understand that, which I think is really a lot of what the guide's teachings are opening people up to. I think so. I mean, you know, they, they've said essentially that, you know, we've been operating, you know, at, you know, we've been living in a basement apartment, looking out the transom window, thinking that that's the only view that we can hold. Mm -hmm. And when we start to shift and go higher, um, you know, in resonance, they call it the upper room, you know. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, which they say is, is, is a level of consciousness. They say everything is an octave and we're operating in a collective octave here and the upper room is just the octave above. And their process is really a process of transposition, trans, transposing the music that we are, the vibration that we are to the higher. 
But they say, you know, we get into the upper room. We get, like, you know, you move from the basement apartment to the one on the 10th floor that's full of light. And the first thing you want to do is run downstairs and bring all your crap with you. And it can't be done. And so the process of aligning, you know, in a higher way does seem to be a process of, of, of releasing or dismantling or at least reseeing who we mm-hmm. thought we were, which is all that stuff you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, my need for self-punishment or pain, my need to blame, mm-hmm. make others wrong, to, to feel safe in my world. All of these things that we're seeing outpictured, I think, collectively now are really just manifestations of what's going on within. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely, um, that's at least in resonance with, with how I am perceiving it also. Folks, we're, we're going to take a break here. We're talking today with Paul Selig about the dismantling of self. Make sure you go and check out his work. You can go to paulselig.com, P-A-U-L-S-E-L-I-G.com. Um, just spend some time in his face a little bit. You can tell, like, it, it, it feels like a warm hug, right? Like, he's got this great, like, vibe going on. And his information that comes through um, from the from the guides is spend time with it is my recommendation because the the overabundance of everything that is not that is um you know is worthy of of countering in in our belief and we'll talk a little bit more about about those teachings when we come back from this break again talking with paul selig about the dismantling of self stay with us folks you're not going to want to miss this Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. I'm Tonya Don Recklin. I have with me here today, Paul Selig again on the show. Um, and we're talking about the dismantling of self. Prior to the break, we we were discussing the guide's teachings from his works. And again, we're, we're just going to assume at this point that, that you love him as much as we do and, you, and you've immersed yourself in it and, and move on from that place. Because this, this alchemical process that's outlined in, um, in his latest book, Alchemy, really gets at it and, and we started talking about this before the break this in embodiment process this this integrative process that um you know it's not always pleasant and it's not always um you know it's not always rainbows and unicorns and it's certainly not um it doesn't just stop at what a lot of the spiritual woo communities want to to tout as being you know an expansion in consciousness like there there are serious points along that trajectory where yourself digs in Right. And, 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 and the aspects of who we believe ourselves to be, some of those don't go quietly into the night, folks. And so and, and so it's helpful to have supporting mechanisms and, 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 um, and, and techniques and processes that you can use with um, with the work. Paul, th- this one you, you said was was felt different and, and, it, and it just just has kind of a different kind of vibe to it. Can you expand on that a little bit more and what you're seeing um, beyond that? 
Well, I can talk about the process of channeling it a bit, and I can talk about my understanding now that, you know, the book is, is done. I, you know, I, I'm a conscious channel. I show up, I sit in a chair. When the guides are ready to start a book, they'll do a lecture in front of people and say, and this is the introduction to the book. And this one happened that way. I was, I was um, working at the Esalen Institute. I was doing workshops there. And, uh, you know, the first night they didn't do it. I mean, they just did a lecture. And I guess I thought, well, we're not going to do a book. And then the next morning I woke up and I learned of uh, the death of a friend by suicide, somebody I loved very mm-hmm. much when I was an academic in my other lifetime. And an hour later, I found myself, you know, still reeling, sitting in front of a room full of people. Um, mm-hmm. And the guides began the dictation on the next book. And, you know, when I was completely unmoored, and I have to say the entire dictation happened not from a place of comfort or ease. It came from a place when I was questioning a great deal and getting triggered, frankly, by just about everything, which was a problem <laughs> that continued for months. And the whole time the dictation was happening, and this was happening on the road, you know, I was doing workshops and the guides would continue to do lectures for the books in front of students. I just was wondering if the whole thing would even cohere. And it wasn't until I actually sat down and read it that I truly understood what the book was. And the book really is about how to operate in this transition where you're releasing the idea of who you are or who one is, um, you know, and that's not comfortable because we depend on these things. It's not about making what they call the small self wrong. You know, it's not about sort of spiritual bypassing or any of those things because the guides say, you know, you can't move beyond anything until you're willing to see what it is. And so, you know, they say, you know, if you've got a dead body in the basement, it's going to stink up the whole house. And this is really a book that allows the exhumation of what's been stinking in the way to happen. And it's not necessarily pretty because we defend those parts of ourselves. Mm. You know, the guides say what you put in darkness or who you put in darkness calls you to the darkness. And that includes those parts of ourselves that we seek to deny or refute or pretend aren't there. When I was channeling at Esalen at one point, they, they, they did some exercise with everybody where they basically sort of energetically had everybody sort of turn themselves upside down and let, they said the little black stones in your pockets are going to start coming out. Mm-hmm. And what it means those things that we want to carry with us wherever we go. And they say, you can't go to the higher octave and maintain these things because if they're there in your pockets, they're going to continue to attach what their basis is in, which is basically fear. That's right. This process of releasing fear has been a big, big part of the teaching, really from the beginning. They say, the action of fear is to claim more fear. They say, look at any choice you ever made in your life and see, you know, in fear and see what it got you. And you'll see that it's really more of the same. And fear wears a lot of different masks, including, you know, self-punishment, punishment of others, all the things that we do that make us so unhappy or is an outpicturing of fear. So we're, we're being called to task, I think, collectively and individually at the same time. You know, the New Agers sort of say, you know, well, you create your own reality. And the guides say, yes, but the collective is also creating mm-hmm. of the collective. And we've inherited 
all of these structures and ideas that we think must always be there because they were there when we were born. You know, we expect mm-hmm. the world tomorrow to be the world of yesterday, and that's not going to be the case. They said in their first book, which was in 2010 it was published, they said humanity is at a time of reckoning, and a reckoning is a facing of oneself and all of one's creations, and that everything that's been created in fear needs to be reseen, you know, mm-hmm. known and lifted, you know. So, so that's the process, and it's been the process for me. And, and, you know, just because it's not graceful doesn't mean that there's not tremendous depth and beauty in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like, uh, you know, I mean, for me, what I was going through while this channeling was happening was somewhat harrowing, but I was really having to confront parts of myself that I had really tried hard to avoid. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm completely out of the woods, but I have to say I'm a very different man than I was. Yeah. It began, and I feel it. And my experience on this planet is beginning to reflect that in ways that are shocking to me. <laughs> and beautiful, you know. The guides they, they teach the kingdom. They say the kingdom is the awareness of the divine in all manifestation. That's all it's ever been, and it coexists with us. But we have to be aligned to it. You have to have the eye right. to see it. And I'm beginning to get it. I think in a way that perhaps I never have before. Hmm. You squeeze through the eye of the needle and get to experience heaven on earth. It's. It's, you know, and it's not until you move into identifying as the collective that you can actually move into any form of co-creation in that space. And, and that's what we're talking about, folks. That is the dismantling of self. It sounds super frightening. It can be uncomfortable. And to Paul's point, you know, the the discomfort actually is, is part. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.